what's up crew welcome to the uh lounge on a monday afternoon everybody out there is uh just doing good it is the last day of may may 31st 2021 memorial day so hopefully you've uh, enjoyed your weekend taking some time this weekend to reflect on those that have paid the ultimate price in order for us to do silly things like live stream on the internet so forth and uh and so on. Uh, big shout out to, of course, the Patreon patrons as well as the YouTube channel members uh, and all of those that super chat. It's a uh, way that you can, uh, of course, get that uh, get those topics, those questions, those other things out there uh, into the chat. But super chat is not, of course, uh, required. You can also uh, simply. Use the little at symbol, you know, the A with a circle around it, the at symbol, <laughs> and uh, do that. Uh, type at CloverTac uh, or my uh, cohort in crime tonight is regular gun guy. So you can do at uh, a regular gun guy, and that will tag uh, either one of us out there in the chat. Should be able to uh, see it. Questions, topics, all that good stuff. Always welcome with everybody out there uh james out there said uh, he's here who moves the time clock he can't punch in that's interesting uh our attack out there i see dj play nice also who are channel members playing around with some of the new uh emojis that are available to channel members and we'll just put a uh, heck i'll throw them all out there just so everybody got a sample of what is available uh also if you're out there say hey because we don't know you're out there unless you say hey and uh, we'll try to say hey back. If we forget to shout somebody out, well, again, at Overtack, uh, at a regular gun guy, or chat and say, hey, you missed us. But uh, G23 is out there. Rich White out there with us. Looks like gun loving grandpa was uh, first, was out there super early. Artac and daughters in the house. AHD with us, as well as James. Red Coconut is out the way. Makojo is out there as well. Did I say DJ play nice? I think so. Rod with the gun cleaners, AK lover. A bunch of other ones uh, hopping in. Zach, I see, jumping in. So, yeah, we're going to kick back here for roughly an hour. Have a little time talk about some random stuff. But uh, before we get into hopefully too much randomness, want to bring in my co-host for the uh, for the evening, a regular gun guy, or as I call him. Yo, yo. Just because it sounds much cooler, AR Double G. What's up, Double G? What's going on, man? How's everything? How's everybody doing out there? Everybody looks. Uh, everybody looks frosty tonight. A lot of looks, cool people frosty. in the chat. I see real Rambo J. <laughs> he is Gun yeah. Love and Grandpa MK Joe. What's up, everybody? To the people I don't know, what's up to you guys? Thanks for having me, man. You bet, man. So for those that uh, that don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor for a minute, bro, and uh, just tell folks about uh, your channel and why you started your channel and what you do over there and that sort of stuff, uh, and uh, give them a reason to why should they go check you out. Zach, what's up, bro? <laughs> um, man, I'm pretty simple, bro. It's it's all pretty self-explanatory. I try to put it all in the name. I'm just a regular gun guy that decided to start a YouTube and. I like talking to people and getting to know people and joking and, you know, and I love guns. It's pretty much that simple. 
come over to the channel and hopefully it'll be something that'll interest you if you haven't checked me out yet. That's now you it, got man. a uh, got. you got a new one recently, I see. Uh got a revolver. Oh yeah, my first revolver, man. You see that? I seen that. I haven't watched the video, but I did see the uh the thumbnail. So uh yeah, congrats on that for sure. Definitely. Uh, what um which which model is that one? I got the Chiapa Rhino, the forty DS. Forty DS, okay. Have you, got to, have you got to shoot it yet? I did, man. I took it to the outdoor range yesterday. So that was like, that was something different for me, but that thing is great, man. No recoil or anything. Right. Different type now, of revolver. Before before you got that one, have you had you shot the rhinos before? No, I'd never shot the uh, rhino. I had shot a revolver before, but never shot the rhino prior. Never shot the rhino. Okay. Okay. But shout out to Real Rambo J, who's in here. He he actually told me a lot about the Rhino and several other YouTubers that own it. Mm -hmm. And um, but it was something I always wanted because I loved the way it looked. And then I did a lot of reviews, and then just hearing it from those guys sealed the deal. Yeah. Uh, no, they're nice. Of course, they're a little spendy. They're a little pricey too. So um, lay away, lay away, lay away. I'm also the self-proclaimed layaway king. <laughs> right. Right. But when you think about it, I mean, if you, man, time you get into like a Smith and Wesson, uh, you know, say a 686 plus or especially Smith and Wesson, anything performance center, you know, you're, you're pretty close to, if not already in that price range of the, of the Rhino. So, uh, at that point, just kind of depends on what you, what you want. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Shout out gun loving grandpa. What's up, bro? Uh, Shadow, I see jumping into the uh, chat out there. So, uh, Ozzy is out there barking to moon. What up, Ozzy? Ozzy, what's up, Ozzy? James. So, your first revolver that's interesting. So, yeah, um, uh, is there more revolvers in the future? Just curious. I don't think so. I, I never, I never really been into revolvers, but that was just one I wanted, you know. Right. So, but I mean, I, I like it a lot though. So it, it may prompt me to to get into more and learn more. Right. That's why I got guys like you, man, because I don't know enough. You know, I'm still learning. Well, the beauty, that's that's a three that's a 357, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So yeah, man, if you're gonna go down the revolver route, you know, you can shoot the cool thing about 357 is you can shoot 38 special in 357. So uh you get a little less recoil by doing that. Um, so if you're just plinking around, you know, playing around on range, stuff like that, uh, very rarely when I'm on the range, do I ever shoot 357 through any of my stuff? Uh, usually it's all 38 special. What's interesting about the 357, um, you're getting into those as far as the revolvers, the 357s and even the, even the 38 specials, to be honest, is there's so many out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's probably the most popular revolver caliber ever and still is by far. So every company out there makes a, a 38 or and or a 357. And so there's a lot of options, man, when you start down that road uh, looking at revolvers. And the good thing is they share ammo. You know what I mean? Definitely. I, I mean, everybody's been telling me that. But like where I'm at, 38 Special is like impossible to find. It was hard to find a 357, but 
been difficult to find it, man. And when I do, it's really expensive. Yeah. But it's well, all good. It's okay. It'll hopefully, man, hopefully things will come back around. Um, and we, we may jump into that, talk into that, about that just a little bit. Uh, Angry Ranger out there uh, in the house. What's up, Angry Ranger? Also, Red Coconut joining us. Go. Yeah, Ghost is out there. I see now too. How about that? Uh, Real Rambo said, tried to get uh, R Double to shoot this 500 mag performance center. <laughs> hey, that's my guy right there. He's got a nice channel too, man. A really nice YouTube channel, and uh, he's got that 500 Smith and Wesson. I actually shot one of those yesterday, man. Wait till you guys see the footage on that. That was funny. Um, I'll probably never shoot another one. Yeah, all of those big bore like that, uh, they're fun, but, you know, it's not something I would want to shoot all the time. Hell no. Uh, you know, 500 Smith & Wesson, the 460 Smith & Wesson, uh, that stuff, it, it's, it's got a thump for sure. Now, let me ask you something. When, when you, what were your thoughts when you shot that 500 Smith & Wesson? Oh, I can't say it on YouTube. But <laughs> I will tell you this, man. That thing is that's a lot of power, and it was only 400 grain. Yeah, real, real Rambo Jay's trying to get me to shoot the 700 grain stuff. Oh, wow! Yeah, wow. yeah, I'm, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> uh, Rich said his favorite revolver is the Smith and Wesson Model 627 Pro Series. He says eight rounds, a 357 Magnum, and a four inch barrel in frame revolver so yeah nothing wrong with the 427 2a dave out there in the house 2a so dave is, so is bj what is that bj um yeah the the uh the big boar stuff's a lot of fun um <laughs> i'm sorry why did red coconut tell me to say yeehaw oh <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> Yeehaw! I got to get uh, that right. Teach me uh, how to say it, Clover. Uh, yeehaw! Oh no, that was boring. <laughs> Come on. Uh oh oh yeah. What what uh what was that? Um, what was I thinking? Um, oh yeah, yeehaw. Uh, no, that was. You ever seen Con Air? <laughs> no. So so Con Air. Uh, you gotta watch Con Air, man. Come on. Never I've never seen. seen I did. Come I on, did. Man. I did go watch American Sniper, like Ghost told me to. But I didn't cry. I held up. That's a pretty good one. I'll tell you this much. Uh, you're talking about Chris Kyle, right? American Sniper? Yeah. Okay. Uh, read the book, man. Or get the uh, or get the audio book if you ain't into reading. That way you can listen to it. <laughs> um, the book is way better than the movie. Uh, way better. Some of the, and, and it's just because the movie, of course, is just kind of a, kind of a rough overview. It's a movie, right? It's made to look good. Uh, but the book actually written by Chris Kyle. And so there's a lot of stories in the book that they, they didn't put into the movie for whatever reason. Okay. And some of those stories, man, are hilarious, but no, with, with Con Air, when you say, when I hear yeehaw, that's, that's usually my response is, oh yeah, yeehaw. Um, uh -oh. and, and I say it like that because with, uh, with Con Air, so Diamond Dog was this. It, Con Air is like, if you're not familiar, like these bunch of convicts take over this, uh, like Supermax, where they transport prisoners, right? Plane. Okay. And so, like, uh, uh, 
is it Vin Rames? Somebody out there tell me who plays Diamond Dog in Con Air. I can't even think of the, the actor's name. But um, anyway, uh, Diamond Dog is his name. Big black dude. And he's uh, he calls Nick, Nicholas Cage. He calls his his character. He calls him Hillbilly. He says, what's on your mind, Hillbilly? <laughs> and he goes, oh, what was on my mind? Oh, that's right. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check that out, Connie. Just a line from that movie that's always stuck with me. It's like, what's on your mind, Hillbilly? (laughs) What was on my mind? Oh, that's right. Yeehaw. (laughs) Now it makes sense. Hmm. Wheeled and wheeled armed. What's up? Yeah, W and WA. Jump it in. WA. WWA. That's right. Uh, Rich says uh, you need a Georgian. To do it like the Duke boys, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Bo and Luke. Bo and Luke. Bo and Luke. Yeah. And I don't remember the two that followed Bo and Luke. Who was the two that followed Bo and Luke? I don't even remember. Uh, I don't know, man. (laughs) I remember the Dukes of Hazzard, though. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't really follow once uh, once Bo and Luke was gone. But they had, it was like the later season. I think the last season or something. They had two new guys on there. And I didn't didn't care for them. Uh, Red Coconut. Uh, says yeah, Ving Ving Rames. That's what he says, or Ving Rames. Okay, can't ever pronounce that guy's name. I was supposed to say Yeehaw when I shot the five hundred. You know, because I can't say what I really was thinking. <laughs> right on YouTube. I'm gonna use that red coconut. That's gonna be my new code word. Right. When I want to curse at somebody. Uh, Andrew out there says, uh, "Well, James beat him to it too." Said the news. Yeah, the the. The wannabe Duke boys, the newer ones that weren't very popular, was Coy and Vance. Never heard of this. So it's like, okay. Uh, Cannonball Sam jumping in out there. Of course, Cannonball Sam. There's well. Says happy Memorial Day to all our fallen military. I don't know how we say that to our fallen military, but hopefully we've taken a minute to uh, over the over the weekend to uh, reflect on all of that for sure i'm not sure i'm a big fan of saying happy memorial day because it's not technically something we're supposed to be happy about we're supposed to be appreciative over it it's a matter of respect for sure but um that's kind of like the whole man you get into this whole idea of merry christmas and happy holidays and you some people get ticked off when you say happy holidays some people say get ticked off when you say merry christmas like i don't really care one way or another as long as you're being civil about it you know what i mean nice who's cannonball i like that name cannonball sam right that's like the coolest name in the world Beach out there. rubble double is the coolest name in the world yeah there's there's a few pretty interesting names you get out there in the chat sometime bj weed <laughs> what's up <laughs> right? bj weed so if you want to swear at someone politely, just look at them and say, bless your <laughs> bless, heart. Bless your heart. That's a Southern thing. Uh, and that, uh, yeah, absolutely does not mean what one might think that means uh, around these parts. <laughs> so it's got uh, multiple meanings or what? Well, it's kind of a really nice way to say that person say you're stupid or you're an idiot is what you say bless you know bless their heart or bless your heart that's uh that's usually kind of what it means (laughs) 
Zach, I usually say with all due respect. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Um, anything that's that's a that's a thing. Anytime I hear that, and this is all language. We got to be. We talk about how talk about a lot of times how we need to how we need to talk to new firearm owners and new people that come into the community and and other things and. I don't know. Different folks are different. Different people have their own pet peeves or whatever it might be. But with all due respect is one of those things that typically if I hear somebody start a conversation with and they say with all due respect, I'm usually not listening to anything after that because it's like (laughs) they're going to be rude or hateful or whatever, you know, after that, for whatever reason, that's just what I, what I take from that a lot of times. So, so when we're um, talking to people in the gun community, can we say stuff like, you know, have a blast or take a shot at it? I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I just thought certain stuff might've been off limits. Now BJ out there, he says, believe it or not, that's his real name. So I like it. That's pretty cool. DJ Weeks. I like pretty, it, man. Pretty cool. You wouldn't think you wouldn't think so. But uh yeah. DJ <laughs> out there. Uh got one for you. Uh OG. He says, uh, what do you think of that ATI bullpup? You get that question a lot. I do. I do. It's just a fun gun to shoot, man. I think it's a. I have a ball with it. And then I like to put three inch slugs in it and not tell people. <laughs> and then let them shoot it. So that's like that's fun for me to do. Right, so it's cool. It's it's an okay gun. I mean, I don't I don't think it's the best twelve gauge, obviously, but it's fun to shoot, man. All right, uh, Gunpowder Beauty joining us out there. Ghost says, "With all due respect, Clover is a moron." Um, <laughs> that's uh, sometimes that's absolutely true. Uh, Papa in the house, forty five ACP said, "Fell in love with the Rhino when Annie Walker uh, had one for her glove box gun." Um, Whoa. You talk about the you talk about the bull pups. I'm not a fan of a bull pup at all. Yeah. Period. Not? I don't care. I don't care what it is. Damn. Um, yeah, just not. I don't like the action being that close to my face. I don't like the magazine being behind the fire control group. There's just something. I know what it is. I'm a fud. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> it's it's backwards. Yeah. I just don't like it. And I mean, I understand. I understand the concept, right? Because it's to make everything a shorter, more maneuverable, easy to handle package. I, I get all that. Um, and I don't. And I don't have a problem. It's not like I'm saying I hate them. I would never own them. They're garbage. Nothing like that. It's just, I just they do not interest me for whatever reason. Come on, man. Live a little. You know. Yesterday I shot the I shot the coolest bull pup ever. It was a it was in 308 semi auto. Uh-huh. I don't remember the brand because it was one of one of my supporters from the channel met me at an outdoor range here in Illinois and he brought it out. First time I ever seen it. First time I ever shot it, but it was that thing was nice, man. 308 semi auto bull pup. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You should try it. Man, I've shot a ton of them. It's I not that I haven't. It's not that I haven't tried them. I've tried a ton. I've shot a ton of bullpups. Uh, Joe out there with a uh, shooting gallery, New England. What's up, Joe? Bert Gummer. 
coming in, which is interesting. That's not the Burt Gummer, I'm sure, but uh, awesome name says, uh, don't like Bullpup either. Uh, James says, I love the concept of Bullpup. I've yet to find one I like. Maybe the B, uh, the DP12 ghost says he likes the Bullpup. DJ says, Steyer. Uh, she's a gallery of England. Bullpups are awesome. We've got um, Rambo up there. So, so you don't like the uh, the AUG. Um, no. I mean, do I? I like the AUG, I guess. But it's a bullpup, and it's still looks goofy and feels goofy to me. So, yeah, it's not that I, maybe saying I don't like bullpups is too strong of a, too strong of an opinion, right? I'm kind of indifferent. Um, but I'm just, I'm totally, I'm definitely not into bullpups. I don't care what it is. Don't care what it is. Uh, Gunpowder Beauty says 45 ACP or 44 mag full size for the win. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with any of those, either one of those calibers for sure. Red Coconut says, last time I shot a bullpup, uh, I had to fork out four grand. Uh, who knew bulldogs were that expensive, (laughs) uh, for legal purposes? Oh, okay. I got you. Uh Oh, I got you. Paul Hurley. Paul Hurley. In the, uh, in the house. R double G. Triple OG. <laughs> That's funny. Paul uh, Hurley, what's up? An angry hey, ranger. Yep. Says I had a sergeant long ago that told me, especially with people uh, who will quote you, never say anything that you wouldn't say in front of your mother or your grandmother. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty laid back, pretty clean, pretty PG on all my videos and all my shows. Now we ever meet up in a, uh, at a show or anything like that. Yeah, not so much most of the time. But uh, you never know who you got out there in the chat. So uh, I stick to the old adage that, you know, I've never once heard anybody tell me they specifically listen to a podcast or watch a channel because the guy curses or um, tells dirty jokes or whatever the case may be. (laughs) Um, I like cursing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like I'm to not, listen to it. I don't do it too much on YouTube. Not gonna, not gonna say I, uh, not gonna say I don't. Certainly don't do it because I do. I just, uh, just prefer not to on here. This is kind of like, you know, it's almost like you're giving a speech in front of people or something like that. Almost like you're talking. You're standing like at a chamber of commerce meeting or something. Almost and, and talking or maybe giving a presentation or. Something like that. And so it just doesn't, to me, it does, doesn't feel like the decorum for that sort of stuff. Will Will Harms says Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is <laughs> the man. Richard Pryor, my favorite, man. Richard Pryor is the man for sure. Rich says Clover is a potty mouth outside of when I'm live on YouTube. Yep. I believe that, man. You seem like a potty mouth outside of YouTube. Oh, I am. The, the folks, and that's why Rich is saying that. Rich is a, uh, a patreon and so we have all types of private chats and other things over there uh it's fair game if we're not live on youtube for sure man zach <laughs> says i like to think of myself as a profanity picasso that's funny you know it's there's a time and a place and so it gets into when you talk about uh 
interesting that we we go down the profanity road with things i guess but hey this is y'all show and y'all can certainly bring up the topics that uh, you want to bring up um but so if you and, and this is interesting because ghost and i was actually just talking today about we've got the uscca show coming up we've got end of the summer early early part of the fall um we got the US, uscca show coming up we've got uh, the NRA annual meeting show coming up. Gun rights <laughs> policy conference is happening. Uh, several opportunities to get together. So, you know, one thing that's interesting, and you, and you really got to learn to read the room. Um, and that's where it's, even if you do curse a lot, um, it's great to have that skill where you can turn it on and off. Because you go to some of these shows, and you start talking with industry people. And some of it's okay to be a potty mouth because they have a potty mouth some of them not so much <laughs> uh and usually the way that i do it is i usually i when i go into a situation like that i usually turn it off until you can get a feel for for, for them right by what they say so if they start if I, they start using some profanity then i'm like okay i can ease up i can relax you know i don't have to worry about it quite so much but um but you definitely got to be 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 mindful of that. There are some quote unquote Christian type companies and stuff like that out there. And, you know, you go in and, and start talking to their media folks or their marketing folks or something like that. And, uh, it can certainly not, um, yeah, not look, um, reflect on you. Well, now G webs, this is interesting. G webs says gun rights policy is only virtual this year. That's not what I was told last week. Hmm. Um, now I wasn't given details on it, but I was told it was going to be in September in Texas. So I don't know. Good, uh, good yeah. question or good, good point of attention. I don't know what to figure that out. Red coconut says, imagine getting face to face with one of those 91% of Texans folks sometimes. Uh, you really got to keep yourself from cursing. I don't know what he's talking about. Ninety-one percent. You mean the eighty-one percent? Maybe. Not really sure. Uh, forty-five cursing Christian. <laughs> there you go. Uh, forty-five ACP. He says the bullpup is a way to have an NFA rifle without the paperwork. Uh, kinda, kinda gets it gets it shorter. Um, obviously. You know, pistol braces can do that uh, as well. So, G-Bub says, well, they told everyone virtual, so they're changing their minds. I, that's all I know is that's what they said last week. I just, maybe. Who knows? Um, Chris Lang says, when folks start cursing, you learn to leave your feelings at home. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably true. Cannonball Sam says 81. I think he got confused. Probably. Probably. But, uh, yeah, the percentage is 81%. So, yeah, cool. So, you got to, uh, you got to go on a, a pig hunt recently, didn't you? I did, man. One of the most interesting experiences of my life. I went with Yoki, Yoki Stirrup. She's pretty popular on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Down in South Florida, that was that was different, man. I had never seen a wild hog before. 
right? So yeah, that was that was that was totally different. An experience, man. Something you guys probably get to do often. You know, I I learned some some stuff that was new. We're spoiled rotten here in Texas because it is as far as as far as wild pigs go, it's no hold barred, man. We could go full auto from a helicopter, nighttime. However, they don't care. What? As long as you, as long as you're killing them here, they don't care. They do not care, right? And I was having a conversation with some folks the other day, and they were talking about all of these different states that won't let you hunt at night. And I'm like, well, surely to God you can hunt wild pigs at night. It's like, when else are you going to hunt them? You know, um, <laughs> I don't even know any other way to hunt them, honestly. And anyway, there's quite a few states that, that don't allow it. And I'm like, well, that's one of the silliest things I've ever heard of in my life. I didn't know you could hunt them at night. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I've, I've ever known. So, wow. uh, Rich White out there says, I may or may not have a Mossberg shockwave with a brace on it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have it on. All right. 45 ACP says pistol braces are so unfud like. Can somebody yeah. give me the, the actual meaning of FUD? I think you told me this before, but it's like Elmer FUD. Yeah. Yeah. So most people take it to be somebody that likes their hunting rifles and stuff like that, but outside of that, they don't really support the second amendment or you know as long as they can go hunting and do that kind of thing uh it goes a little deeper than that but part of what you see especially in my chats and when i talk about about fuds i'm mainly just making lighthearted fun of it because that's one of them things that you know we start calling people names you know it's part of part of where we got on the cursing conversation honestly about how we need to be how we need to be careful with, with people because if we start using, start name calling and doing all this stuff with each other, um, you know, I mean, does that, does that breed animosity with in the greater fight, right? For the second amendment, does that potentially breed animosity where we have these divisions or rifts that we can't overcome, right? When we've got to fight the good fight when it comes to the second amendment, do we really want to be divided into our own little groups like that? Um, and the answer for me is, I don't think so. Uh, not from my standpoint. I don't, you can like what you like and uh, that's fine. Right. We had the yeah. you know, conversation about, about um, uh, bull pups. I mean, I, I don't care for them, but uh, if that's your thing go for it right yeah i mean so so people people get offended with that like fud because i don't want to call somebody a fud and then they say fud me something like that right right um no i get it um you're, you're okay calling me a fud i can tell you that right now i don't care one <laughs> bit um i don't even know what it is and if you say it, like I said, if you say it, if somebody's talking about their hunting rifle or something like that, and you're saying it in jest, right? Being, you know, making fun of it or just being funny, that's one thing. Um, but there are people that use it in the context. It's derogatory, right? I mean, 
let me put it in, in terms like this. And, and I don't know, this, I don't want to take this down a really weird road, right? But for you, you've got the N-word, right? So um, some, some folks in the black community are, are okay. I mean, they're not offended by it as long as it's in the proper context. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and I think FUD is similar, right? You can, you can say the N word, like you've got neighbors, family, friends, right? Whatever. Um, you know, I don't know if you have folks that, that use it within the community or not. Uh, but I've seen that right. Where, um, you know, it's almost, a, almost, been twisted as a term of endearment right but depending on who's saying it and what they mean by it and how they're saying it you know what i mean Correct. it's at that point it's derogatory it's hateful it's you know all of that kind of stuff right so it's not the word itself it's how the word gets used and so fud is, is similar it's a similar type um term obviously it doesn't have the historical connotation in the you know what i mean <laughs> uh and all that stuff obviously we're talking about the word Exactly, uh, FUD yeah. and the N word are not the same. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> but the as far as being used in a mean spirited way is they are right. But yeah, Zach is right. No, FUD and the N word are not the same. No. All right, that was deep. That was a lesson. Did anybody else learn something? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> FUD is kind of a derogatory term. So only use it if you want to insult someone. Oh, bless your heart, you foot. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. Uh, Paul uh, out there, he says, I coyote hunt at night, but only on private land. Uh, G-Web says, most states you can't hunt at night, except for a few things like raccoon and hog. Um, yeah, what was interesting. Okay, was what was websites. That's what I thought. It was Alabama, I think, was the state that we were talking about at the time and yes you could you could hunt raccoon i think at fox and possum i think at night but you but you couldn't hunt hogs at night and i'm like that don't even make no sense right and and you couldn't even and it had they didn't even talk about hunting coyotes in at day or night which was which was really weird so some of the hunting laws we got are, are uh, a little bit ridiculous, right? <laughs> Interesting. I'm trying to read comments, man. That's why I keep getting quiet because I try to keep up with all the comments. Right. Uh, juice out there. Pepe, I see you jumping in. Texas Bullet has joined us. If I, if I haven't called you out, if I miss you, then by all means, let me know. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely correct that mistake. So, uh, Rich White says, say what you will. He said, Elmer had the coolest double barrel shotgun in history. That thing was semi-auto and never run out of ammo. Uh, same way with his blunderbuss, right? He had one heck of a, of a blunderbuss. Juice out there says all these laws are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I think we, uh. I think we agree. Of course, we've, again, talking about Texas and uh, being a little bit spoiled here. We've got it pretty good on most of that stuff. Um, Roll Call out there says, uh, oh, he says, uh, Roll Call out there is saying he's enjoyed your splash into Revolver World. So he's 
he's digging on the rhino apparently oh, nice nice james ar double g how'd you get into firearms i checked out your channel i like your reviews uh that's a long story james but <laughs> um i mean for the most part i in the last four three four years i say i really started like getting into collecting i mean mm-hmm. and just it's becoming an addiction man i like just trying new stuff at this point it's pretty i'm just a simple guy man i'm as normal as they come i'm new to youtube as well so are you you know when you're adding stuff to your quote-unquote collection um are you doing are you just buying what's cool and what you you know cool to you and what you want are you actually giving any thought to investment purposes and what those might be worth later on? Um, a little bit of both, actually. I think, um, you know, when I first started buying the guns, I, w- I bought everything that I thought was good for, for my personal practical use. Sure. So be it EDC, be it self-defense, home defense. And then I started buying stuff that I thought was cool or stuff that I just wanted to add, you know. Right. I wanted ARs. I wanted AKs. I wanted, you know, I really wanted to get all the good stuff, the big stuff. So that's kind of how I did it, you know. Right. But yeah, I mean, and definitely, it's definitely an investment. I mean, I've, I've got guns that people don't think have practical use, but I mean, I paid 600 bucks for the gun and it's worth a couple grand right now. And that's like the, the micro Draco. Right. That was a great investment, if you ask me. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I just see, you know, one of the things that bothers me, this is another thing that, that Ghost and I were talking about today uh, on the phone, but, you know, I see people talk about, you know, when they talk about the price of a price of a certain gun. I mean, you pick the gun. It really doesn't matter, right? And they'll go, well, right now, that's not a bad deal, right? Meaning, yeah, okay, right now it's expensive, but... You know, it's more expensive than it should be, but that's still not outrageous, right? And when I hear that, I, it makes me cringe a little bit because one thing that I don't want, and again, this is more this is more advice for people that are they're pretty darn new with with getting into the to the to the world of firearms, is that if you overpay on a firearm you're in trouble. Um, and it doesn't matter. In a few years, this particular panic, whatever you want to call it that we're in right now, is not going to matter. So in a few years, if you fall on some hard times and you've got to get rid of those firearms, you know, and you can't get half of what they're, you know, what you paid for them back because you overpaid in the first place, right? Did you do yourself any favors in the long term? I agree and disagree. I think it depends on the context because if people are having to overpay for guns because that's what it is now, but they're buying them for self-defense or home defense. So I don't think they plan to get rid of them. You know what I mean? So if you're not trying to make money or make your money back and you had to pay a little bit more than what the gun is worth, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. You got to protect your, yourself and your family. That's true. I, I mean, from that from that extent, I would I would agree, right? So, you know, you were talking about those few, 
And I believe that too. I believe everybody should have a few staples, right? It's like you should have these regardless. And then everything above that's for fun or going to the range or whatever it might be. So I would agree with you. But once you have your defensive firearms kind of set up, whether it's like, okay, I want this shotgun, this rifle, this handgun, right? That's my three defensive things. Um, from there, I think you need to, need to be careful because anybody can fall on hard times. You know what I mean? And I so um, you don't – I don't think anybody sees that coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the most part, they get blindsided by it. Uh, and then I would just hate – I hate. I would hate for somebody to you know, get really, really into firearms now. And, and this is – I guess this is the ultimate fear that I, that I see, right? So we got people coming into the firearm community, and it's awesome. It's wonderful. I mean, we need – Every single person that is willing to jump into this awesome community, we need in it. Um, I don't want to see somebody jump into it and buy a bunch of stuff at super inflated prices. And then in a couple of years, like I say, they lose their job. We never know what the economy is going to do. We've had dot-com bubbles and banking bubbles and everything else happened where people have lost their jobs. But, you know, something happened and they turn around and go to sell those and then they get jaded. Right. They're like, oh, man, I got in. I got into guns back in 2020, 2021, you know, and then I had to sell them. And, man, I couldn't get, you know, half of what they were worth. Right. And then it and then they have a bad taste in their mouth when they, you know, and, and a lot of that is just education and understanding kind of how the community works and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not putting it square on that person or square on the fact that they overpaid for something, but I think you just, it's like anything else. I mean, I don't care if you're going to buy a washing machine or a car or a mattress or whatever, you know, just be mindful of that price. And, and ultimately I think the value you're getting out of it. Right. Okay. He says, RWG, are you buying guns to build a collection you already have in mind, or do you buy what you discover next and that becomes your collection? Um, no, I don't have, I don't necessarily have a collection in mind. Um, there are things that I, that I wanted to add, like, you know, and believe it or not, man, I had quite a few firearms before, before YouTube ever came around. So this is, right. YouTube just learned about it. I've, I've been doing the same thing for. Like I said, the last three or four years. Yep. Uh, now you've got the uh, you've got the vector. Yes. What? What? Because I I I it escapes me right now. What cal is your vector? The forty five. It is forty five. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was. Yep. That was one. That was one of my I guess quote unquote dream guns. Right. So. That was something I wanted for a long, long time. And so was the Rhino, actually. Those, we got to get you. Too. Like I've said it in one of your live chats before, but we've got to get you out to Shot Show one of these years and uh, put you behind a full auto vector. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'd uh, love to do that. I never man. shot a full auto anything. Uh, the full auto vectors are amazing. Golly, they're they're so awesome. Uh, we got some people, I think, that joined us. Uh, Lucy out there. Ricardo, I should say. But, uh, yeah, we call Ricardo Lucy. Uh, <laughs> says uh, something about that's pawn shop prices. Not sure what he's talking about. He says they don't pay They don't pay nothing. Yeah, if you want to really up your, your firearm collection, 
make friends with some pawn shop owners and managers because uh, a whole lot of my collection, that's where it came from. Um, I've got a really good buddy that owned slash managed a, a pawn shop for many years. And he, um, um, he would call me, man, when something come in, like they would get something in, you know, used, right? Somebody come in and pawn something or, or sell it usually is what they do. And he called me up and he says, got so-and-so it's waiting for you. Right. And he charged me like 20 bucks more than what they paid for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just quick flip it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, flip it quick, get their money back and, and move on. Um, yeah, super, uh, he says the vect is it gen one? It's a gen two. Here's vect is a gen two. Uh, Rambo out there says, uh, he said that's how he feels about uh, gun shows nowadays. So if you don't know much about guns, stay away from the gun shows. I'm telling you though, I'm, I've got a, I've got a video I'm going to be making. I'm, I'm doing a little prep work for it now. A little video I'm going to make. And good lord, I've gotten so behind with the Texas constitutional carry stuff and covering that. And I've got dozens of video videos I need to make, but uh, one of them is dealing with gun shows. Like I'm going to make a video talking about some of the things people need to be careful with at gun shows. And one of the things is, don't forget, you got most people anyway have a smartphone in their pocket. So, um, you know, before you get too crazy at a gun show, man, uh, pull out the phone and. And even if you got to walk outside to try to get signal or whatever, because a lot of them are in buildings that don't have good signal. Um, do that, man, and do some homework. Don't get uh, don't get all hung out on that for sure. Uh, Lucy out there with the $5 Super Chat says, cool, thanks. Uh, you are uh, welcome. <laughs> Juice out there says the Caltech Sub-2K is undefeated. I do not care for my Sub-2K, man. Have you got one of those? I do. Do you? Is yours what caliber is yours? Nine. Same way here. I had the forty. Then I run across the guy because uh, I really didn't want the forty. I won. I won it. And uh, uh, I had I it. Forty. And I really didn't care for the forty. And then I met a guy that had a nine millimeter, but he wanted the forty. And I'm like, D "Are you serious? You want a forty? He's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, well, "Let's trade straight up." He's like, "Okay." And so. You know, yeah, I've got the nine, but I'm telling you, I don't care for it. Of course, mine is a first gen, um, and I just don't like the sights on it, man. It's got some, and it doesn't have the hand guard and the rail and all the interesting stuff as that as that second gen. So, okay, okay, yeah, I got, I think I got a second gen, yeah, but I, I, I mean, it's okay. It's not my favorite. My favorite PCC is my uh, Strybog and nine millimeter. All right. But um, what is it, the regular gun guy where you the guy hunting hogs with yoke? Yes, that was me, sir. Grumpy guys. That was me, man. Rambo out there said, uh, same there. He got a couple of pawn shops on speed dial. There you go. That's the way you do it, man. Or even gun shops, man. Getting in with your gun shops. Heck yeah. Pepe out there says, what pawn shop? Uh, irrelevant, man, because it's closed. But actually a couple of different ones. But they're all closed. Um. I don't know what has happened here as far as uh, the pawn shops go, but they're few and far between. Like the, 
I'm probably an hour away from any kind of pretty close to it from any kind of a big town that has like any kind of significant pawn shops, right? And what's weird is their pawn shops in the, and I don't know if it's city ordinance or what, and I'm in Texas, which this doesn't make a lick of sense, but it's like most of their pawn shops don't even sell firearms. It's like, that's weird. Oh, damn. Yeah. And there's one here local that they don't sell anything like scary. And, and I mean, I, I say that not be, not to be funny, but seriously, if it's not like a, if it's like semi-auto, they don't sell it. Right. So they sell no handguns at all, no handguns at all. And if it's any type of a semi-auto long gun, they won't, they won't sell it. All they sell is like bolt and pump and single shot and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. don't even, our pawn shops don't sell anything firearm related. So you guys are lucky. Well, there you go. You, we're not used to that down here, but, uh, but pawn shop is a, that's a whole different animal, man. A lot of folks see a pawn shop almost like a gun shop in a way. And some of them can be right. But the rules and the other things that kind of govern them, because they're a pawn shop, uh, is different. So they've got all the different rules for the gun shop side of things, and they've got all those pawn shop rules on top of them as well. And I can see that really being a pain in the neck, especially in, in certain states and stuff. Yeah. Well, we, we got a terrible state for guns anyway. <laughs> right. Well, y'all are not as bad out away from Chicago as in Chicago though, right? No, don't get me started on that. That's that's, it's still, it's, that's, it's that's still one of the worst things I've ever seen. I'll just leave it at that. Right. Right. G Web says until you have two times or three times the guns you like or you get good deals, everyone is just buying guns. But once you have a lot, uh selling seems a lot more practical. Um I am still not a seller, um, and I don't like to divulge how many firearms I have, at least not publicly, but people can assume and assume correctly that I do have many, um, but I am not into, I, I'm still not, I don't like selling, I don't like selling, I don't sell, man, uh, I'm the place that firearms go to die, if you, if you sell me a firearm, it, you'll never see it on the market again, ever. Uh, I just ain't doing it. I don't know why, and I don't even hardly trade. You know what I mean? Um, very, very few. I've sold very, very few firearms in my lifetime and traded very, very few. Matter of fact, the, the Sub-2000 I was talking about, you know, obviously I traded that, but I traded it for another Sub-2000 just in a different caliber. So, um, yeah. Now we've got the gun snob has jumped in. Got several folks out here that have jumped into the into the chat, and I missed them. Uh, like a snobby snob out there, and then there was somebody else. I thought, oh, grumpy guys, uh, that uh, that jumped in. Grumpy said, "Great video." Says Yoki needs some camo. <laughs> <laughs> Yoki needs camo. <laughs> what he says. Uh, Paul out there says the she's older. Got, she's got an amazing channel. Yeah, she's, she's, she's put out crazy. Yeah, she's put out some pretty good stuff. Uh, Paul says the older Taurus has had some fancy pistols and revolvers, but left with a warehouse of leftover Beretta parts. 
It's pretty cool. So I'm not sure what. Yeah, Taurus took over. Took over the Beretta plant down there in South America uh, many, 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 many moons ago. But Taurus was also tied up, and that's where you see a lot of similarities between the old Taurus revolvers and Smith and Wessons. Uh, Taurus was kind of tied in, sort of, with Smith and Wessons and some of those uh, parts and patents and other things there for for a little while too. Taurus is one of those companies that I own a bunch of Taurus stuff. Uh, and I've never had a problem, but, but <laughs> I think I've been lucky quite honestly, because I do see, uh, I do see folks having, having problems with, with Tauruses. You own any Tauruses, double G? G2C. Uh, okay. That's and, right. Yeah. I think that's a, what else? That one been pretty solid for you. That seems like, it, it runs, uh, man. I, I mean, don't, I've shot a bunch of them and I've, and I don't know that I've ever I've ever seen one that's had, you know, anybody necessarily personally, right? Known anybody that just said, Hey, it was a big piece of junk. No, um, no, it's not. I mean, I, I hear people talk about the trigger, but again, I'm a, I'm a novice. So I don't pay as much attention to that stuff as everybody else. I just want to shoot it in it and it go bang. Right. That's it. And it runs. I've never had an issue out of it. I mean, it's not my, my EDC or anything, but, I shoot it from time to time. Right. Andrew out there says uh, Clover has more guns than 81% of Texans combined. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't know about all that, but I wished. Uh, and that could be. That could be. I'm not going to admit to anything. Paul, Paul out there says Breda sold the plant to Taurus in 80. But Taurus owned everything that once belonged to Breda, including drawings, tooling, machinery, uh, and an experienced workforce. Yeah, they basically just... It, more or less change the name at that point um here's the issue right is that people i've gotten into the argument before that a taurus pt92 is a beretta once upon a time that may be true once upon a time they were working on beretta machinery the same beretta machinery once upon a time they were using uh at least until they ran out they were using the same sourced raw materials once upon a time they had the same workforce once upon a time once upon a time but gradually that has changed um so again i own taurus pt92s i'm not talking bad about taurus pt92s but to say that because taurus basically bought out once owned everything in south america that was beretta that it is a beretta is you can't no. You can no longer accurately say that, either. Quite honestly, uh, AV8R Aviator. Okay, I get it now. Uh, out there it says the PT92 is reliable and a shooter. Uh, yeah, the Taurus, the PT92 and the 1911, the PT1911 uh, for the money have historically been a couple of solid, couple of solid firearms for sure. Um. DJ says, I bought way more at pawn shops and independent gun shops than any other place. Uh, you know, mine, but majority of mine as well, DJ. Um, now, the most firearms I've ever bought in a 24-hour period is 12. Uh, and that <laughs> happened and that happened at an academy. Uh, I don't know if y'all got those up there or not. Uh, no. Double G, but Academy Sports and Outdoors. Um, 
man, back in the day, I'd say 10, 20 years ago, at least 10, uh, 15, 10 to 15 years ago, maybe, um, man, Academy would run some killer sales, man. Like buy one, get one free. And then some stuff was like half off and then just, just insane. That's a lot in one day, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're winding it down here, too, by the way, uh, ARWG. So uh, three or four more minutes at, at max. And for everybody out there in the chat, too, hopefully I hadn't missed anybody because we did have uh, quite a few people that snuck in under the radar and, uh, and haven't called me out. But uh, I know you got to jet and get set up for uh, for your live. So everybody yeah. needs to uh, kind of follow ARWG over to uh, his channel, hang out for a little while if you want to continue the conversation over there. Um, yeah, I'll give you a minute here before we, uh, before we get out to, uh, yeah. What do you got? You got any projects coming up other than your live streams, anything that you're working on for the channel, anything you want to talk about as far as that? Got videos coming, some range footage, uh, some more reviews on a few other firearms and just regular type of content. And then of course the live streams every couple. I don't even schedule my live streams. They're usually kind of random, mm -hmm. um, but they're usually three to four times a week, maybe five, depending on how I'm feeling. So that it's kind of become a thing, you know. The live streams are becoming really popular, right? So I like to keep them going. And people like to hang out. I think they like the interaction. And I mean, quite honestly, I I do too. And uh, Buck out there through your uh, channel link, I see. So thanks, Buck, for that. And I think DJ threw it out a little earlier in the chat. So y'all go check out. Thank you, guys. ARWG, if you uh, if you get the chance. So yeah, we've got. Um, it was that Pepe up here said a Taurus PT ninety two was never a Beretta ninety two, so they've always had some differences from the Beretta ninety twos. Yeah, I mean in, in metallurgy, right? Sourced materials alone. Just because something something can have the same exact specs, right? Um, same exact measurements, specifications, parts interchange, the whole nine yards. That doesn't mean the parts are made out of the same material, right? Um, especially when you're talking metals, right? You've got some metals are more brittle than others, right? Some metals, uh, you know, they've been hardened, for example. Uh, you know, you got heat treating, you've got all types of different things. Uh, a lot of companies will take, uh, just look at 1911s. That's a great example, right? You've got 1911s with polymer frames and alloy frames and all kinds of crazy stuff now, right? It's all a 1911, but is it all really a 1911? Like the original 1911. And the, the quick and easy answer to that is no, it's not. Uh, 223, I see, jumped in at some point out there. So did Defense Dad. So what is uh, going on? Yeah, we are, uh, we're up against the hour. Seriously here. So we are going to jump. It's been a nonstop chat. Uh, appreciate <laughs> everybody, uh, everybody joining for that. Uh, ARWG, appreciate you uh, jumping in this week, bro. Man. Appreciate it. Hanging out. Always a pleasure. Again, jump over on uh our double G's chat here in just a few minutes. Uh, oh yeah, gonna... I'm coming out of here, going in there right now, man. As we speak, I really appreciate you having me. Thank all you guys, everybody that commented and came in, man. Have a have a good week, bro. Hey, you too. Thank you, man. And uh, yeah, Rich White says this show went fast. Yeah, it did. It went entirely, entirely too fast. 
uh, folks show. So I'm just going to say, hey, um, scrolling down to the bottom of the screen, it's been doing that for a while. But as always, big shout out and thanks to the Patreon patron folks, the YouTube channel member folks, uh, and those that so graciously throw in super chats while we do these. That's going to do it. Got out of here right at an hour, which is wonderful. It went super fast. Hopefully y'all had fun. Sounds like you uh, certainly did with the amount of chat going on. Again, go check out ARGG. If you're listening to this in audio podcast replay later on, I'll try to put a link to ARGG's YouTube channel down below. Unfortunately, he doesn't do the audio podcast thing just yet. So uh, with that, we'll catch you next week. We are keeping up on the Texas constitutional carry stuff, everything going on, yada, yada, yada. So uh, make sure you monitor the YouTube uh, community YouTube channel community page, uh, I should say, uh, for that. And then uh, also pay attention for podcasts that might pop up, special live stream stuff like that. We're expecting the governor to sign some of that stuff any day now. Uh, and we'll keep that reported. Look for other videos, other things on the channel. Obviously, again, thanks for hanging out. Till uh, next week. Peace.